0: I feel we're at a a pivotal moment in the year. This weekend is Labor Day, of course. But for me, it's almost like New Year's. And I'll explain. Uh, Tuesday after Labor Day is the start of school. Labor Day itself is, you know, sort of the unofficial end of summer. Next week, people return to work. It's a real turning of the page. So it's kind of like New Year's, in a way, without the celebration. So we start the fake New Year's still in a pandemic, albeit more in the recovery stage at this point, and the recovery for many is going to be a long one. It's begun, but for many, it's going to be uh, uh, transpiring for quite a while. This includes the nonprofit profit sector and a report this week from the Ontario Non-Profit Network, illustrated once again how difficult the past two and a half years has been. Paul Seal is with Pillar Nonprofit Network and joins us now to talk about this. I appreciate the time today.
1: It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here, Devin. Thank you so much for covering this.
0: What impact has the pandemic had and uh, now inflation had on the uh, nonprofit sector? sector?
1: Well, I think there's sort of three key findings from the ONN report that jibe really well with some of the local findings that, um, that we've produced in, uh, over the course of the past year. So um, the first is that uh, human resources and staffing, including both uh, paid staff and volunteers, is a huge issue in the region. And um, in our region in particular, uh, nonprofits are connecting that to funding problems. So in the report, 47% of London area nonprofits identified a lack of funding as a main factor affecting their ability to recruit and retain staff higher than the 39% provincial average. And that really uh, resonates with um, information we produced this spring and summer, where we reached out in the spring to ask our membership about um, their experiences with government and uh, foundation funding, and they said that they were still having a very hard time and and not getting the kind of long-term support that would allow them to hire. And then uh, we worked with the Elgin Middlesex Oxford Workforce Planning and Development Board to do an analysis of the employer one survey. And there we found that 91% of employers in the care economy, sort of particular uh, large subsector of the nonprofit sector, um, 91% of employers in in that subsector participated in the survey reported challenges finding workers compared to 82% in other sectors. And 94% of care economy employers say retaining workers was a challenge compared to 82% in other sectors. So we're seeing that, um, and we're seeing from the report that Ontario-wide, um, there are all kinds of factors affecting uh, organizations' ability to recruit and retain staff, uh, including burnout and stress, and crucially wage disparity. When um, the public sector, private sector and nonprofit sector offer the same services, nonprofit workers are paid the least. Um, and so it's making it really hard to, to support and keep the nonprofit sector. So that was the first thing. We also see in the report that demand for services from nonprofits is way up, but also costs are way up, um, largely but not exclusively because of inflation. And revenues, of course, are down. Um, All streams of revenue are down. Earned revenue um, got interrupted by the pandemic and hasn't really fully come back. Um, Funding uh, is down for many nonprofits and donations are down for many nonprofits, sometimes connected precisely to inflation, right? So the people who um, uh, once donated to their uh, favorite nonprofit or charity, uh, may now, in fact, be uh, unable to do so and may even be using the services of that nonprofit. And the uh, third finding, I guess, is that we're still here. The nonprofit sector is still here doing the work, but um, as best we can. But many organizations are scaling back in a variety of ways, shifting the way that they offer services, and um, in the most extreme cases, including at least one um, noted in the ONN report, shuttering services, right? Um, And they would say at least one, I mean, at least one in the London region, many more across the province are just having to close down because they don't have the volunteers, don't have the staff, don't have the funding, just don't have a way to continue and go forward. And shutting down a nonprofit is a complicated process, but the the survey asked people, um, so it's sort of hard to see exactly what's going on, but the survey asked uh, respondents whether they were aware of other nonprofits in their subsector who were shutting down. Thirty-three percent, I think, uh, of organizations were aware. A third, roughly a third, were aware of other nonprofits in their subsector shutting down. So um, that's scary.
0: What uh, What turns this around? I mean, w- in terms of recruiting, retaining staff, is it you know the quote-unquote end of the pandemic, which is different for everyone uh, in terms of how they might think about it? Is is it uh, government intervention? Is it uh, time passing? What, what, turns, what turns this around?
1: Um, that's a fantastic question. Thank you for it. Um, so, I mean, I would say a couple of things. One is that uh, most of these problems pre the pandemic. So in the same way that the pandemic has sort of pulled back the curtain on a lot of our systemic problems, um, this is one of those. Uh, so, you know, it was already the case that there was uh, massive wage disparity um, in the system. Uh, it was already the case that uh, nonprofits were struggling to get the kind of core operational funding that would allow them to hire, um, and uh, and there had been a movement in recent years towards sort of project or program-based funding. Um, so you're sort of delivering one small thing, but you can't you can't offer your staff long-term stability with these um, small program uh, funding. So these problems already existed. I would say um, the way forward we sort of know the ways forward. Um, we have a kind of timely opportunity in London right now, um, which is uh, that uh, um, one of our city councillors is bringing a motion before the Strategic Planning and Priorities Committee today. In fact, um, proposing that um, the money is left over in the um, uh, Community um, Recovery Fund, the community reco- London Community uh, Network Recovery Fund, be targeted towards um, the social services in particular, um, targeted towards basic needs and the kinds of services that nonprofits offer. And so um, the city has an opportunity to sort of intervene at a crisis level in, um, in what's going on in the London region right now and support the organizations that are out there delivering on city priorities, uh, delivering on uh, really, important, uh, really important work that the city um, supports. But in the longer term, um, I think we need to be working with, we've, been, we've really appreciated our partnership with the Workforce Planning and Development Board um, locally. I think governments at all levels need to uh, work together to support a resilient workforce for the, the future of the nonprofit sector. So um, we really should have a, a labor force strategy, a uh, workforce development plan, um, just like we do for say skilled trades. Um, and uh, I think people maybe don't, um, Connect all the nonprofits in their lives. You know the sports leagues, the faith groups, the music festivals, the basic needs organizations, the food banks, and don't necessarily think of that as as a sector. Um, but taken together, uh, you know Ontario nonprofits contribute sixty five billion dollars to the GDP. It's a really important sector. You know we hire more people than the automotive industry. So I think that governments need to um, sort of address that at the, uh, at the kind of system level, develop a, a plan to support the workforce. And then for you know, both governments and other kinds of funders, transition to that stable long-term funding that, that I talked about that's flexible and reflects the true cost of delivering services and programs. Um, we really just can't keep uh, expecting nonprofit workers to show up because they're really committed to the cause. When they can, um, you know, get higher wages uh, and better benefits and better support, doing exactly the same kind of work for, you know, a government uh, organization or for a private sector organization. So I think those are some of the things that we really need to see going forward. We need to see um, a kind of commitment to. I think we've talked about this before. Um, you know, a commitment to decent work, um, a commitment to those uh, principles that support. Uh, a well and healthy workforce, um, and uh, and that will make uh, the sector more resilient and more able to deliver on those government priorities. Ultimately, I and mean, we we'll say that if
0: We've- governments
1: don't make that investment now, it's going to be much more costly if all of those nonprofits delivering those services start closing down.
0: Thank you. That's Paul Seal from the Pillar Nonprofit Network.